Do you have a galactic calling? And if so, what are you supposed to do with it? How do you actually activate it in your life? How do you step out of the construct and all of the BS or belief systems that you've already had within your own life? I'm going to talk about that today on the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. My name is Cub Cooker. My real name is Jacob, but my friends call me Cub, and you should call me Cub, too. What is up, Terry Hoops? How are you doing? I hope you're having a beautiful day. We've got people over here on TikTok. We've got people on Facebook. If you're watching on YouTube later on or listening on the podcast, then welcome, my friends. Uh, This is a podcast that explores faith, spirituality, and the paranormal realms as one holistic view Uh, detached from doctrine or dogma around any specific tradition. But with that, know that we love you no matter what tradition, walk of life, faith, race, religion, orientation you are. You're welcome here as long as you're here in love and light. What is up, Leathercraft Nation? I love you. My brother, Angel Appleseed, love you, my sister. Uh, Sinister, what is up? We are talking about the divine or galactic calling today. Uh, A lot of people Within the spiritual community, use the term, I feel called to this, I feel called to that. It's my divine mission or my life's work to dot, dot, dot. And today I wanted to beg the question, what is your life's mission? What is your life's work? Are you happy in your job? Are you satisfied with your family life? Um, Or do you want more? And I think nine times out of ten, of course we want more. It's easy for any joker to get up here and say that, right? Uh, but I think it takes someone who's truly been through the ringer like I have to bring a message like I'm going to bring today, uh, which is that, hey, it's okay. There is light at the end of the tunnel. There is light in the darkness. And by the way, that light is you. You are the one that will guide you through it. And you go, no, 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 it's God. No, 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 it's this. No, it's that. Absolutely. Yes, definitely. Yes, no, maybe. It's you, guys. It's you. Um, and you may go, well, wait a minute. What's what's happened? Cub is he's not saying God. He's not saying source. Yes, I am. Because your higher self, your true being is so much a part of source, so much a part of the supreme being, so much a part of the truth, the light, the actual source of creation that it is you leading you. Um, It's a much higher part of you. It's a part of you that is told that it's separate from you. And that's exactly what I'm bringing today. And I hope that you realize that. And I've been told my whole life that that thing is separate from me. That light is separate from me. And I'm here to tell you it is not. The more I was told that, the more I was told to look outside of myself. It's God. It's this. It's Jesus. It's whatever. Rather than what Jesus actually said, which is the kingdom of God is within you, you are a part of God, you are a part of the supreme being, the actual source, the divine creation, that is you. Uh, What's up, Brandon? How are you doing, my brother? I hope you're having a beautiful day, man. Terry Hoops says, beautiful. Uh, Anissa, welcome. Hope you're having a beautiful day. Missy says, thank you, Cub, needing light today. Truth That Travels says, yes, thank you, Cub. We are the source of light. Absolutely, we are. Um, And of course, I grew up in a religious construct that told me it was outside of myself. It was this thing, this entity that was outside of myself. And while this entity is much, much, much more vast and massive, it is the universe. It is all of the intellectual creation. It is all the energetic creation within the universe, the divine consciousness. The Hindu calls it Brahman. The Buddhist calls it source. Uh, Jesus himself called it Theos, Father, Abba. Um, it is the father, the mother, the child, the unification of the three divinities within the self. 
And that's what I'm talking about guiding today. Um, a lot of the spiritual new age community will say that, hey, I'm called by the Galactic Federation or uh, something of that sort. Uh, the traditional new ages will call it um, that I have a divine calling um, or that the earth, Mother Gaia is calling or um, that uh, Father Source is calling. There's different different wordings for all of this, guys. And we have to understand that even if it is a divine council, as we see, there is a divine council even within the Bible, um, that that can be easily considered a galactic federation. This is all, they're all manifestations of God, just as we are. Um, and so even if it's an extraterrestrial entity, a higher source than us, um, or, or really a higher consciousness than us, able to transmute within different realms and frequencies, then there's still a manifestation of source of God, just as we are. Um, I think the only difference is we've been trapped in this 3D realm, and somehow we are connected to source um, so purely and so deeply. And oftentimes these creations on a higher level like to be worshipped, like to control. I don't understand all the hierarchies. I don't understand all the differences um, or the uh, rankings of, of which, but um, I do know that there is a galactic call, there is a cosmic calling, there is a divine calling, um, and oftentimes it's from our higher self. Uh, our higher self, at the very least, being the Atman, as the Hindu calls it, the awareness or the consciousness of God. Uh, you may hear it in New Age circles as the Christ consciousness. It's the thing that's accessed through the bhakti yoga of love and devotion, which is saying, I love others, I'm devoted to serving others, I'm devoted to loving myself, having no expectations in my work other than building a better world and, and truly just engaging fully in what I'm doing. That flow state, um, as we call it, some people call it um, or identify it with it as a Holy Spirit. They identify with it um, as a cosmic consciousness channeling through them. That flow state, uh, people like Bashar um, gets into a flow state where he is uh, able to speak on behalf of another entity. I am able to do the same thing. You are able to do the same thing. It just um, is a matter of are you willing to receive it? Uh, we are literal um, physical manifestations that are able to be mouthpieces for these higher realms and speak into this lower realm. Uh, people are waiting for heaven and hell, and I'm here to tell you that this is heaven or hell if you make it heaven or hell. Um, and now while there are lower vibrations of consciousness and higher vibrations of consciousness, even after we pass on from this physical body, then there is going to be that experience that you go through. And there is the psychedelic experience that you go through after you pass where you have to relive everything. And if that's inherently positive and love and light, you're going to have nirvana, the experience of nirvana before you reincarnate um, or you go directly to source, which is pure bliss, pure love, pure light. That is all that it is. There's no duality in the highest source, the most high God, um, as we might define it in a religious tone. Uh, that dualistic God that we see like in the Old Testament and other different mythologies and lores is kind of our construct, but also um, an extraterrestrial representation of the source of God uh, put into a form that wanted, with its own will, to wield control rather than 
actual love, light, and unity. And could that God be a higher evolved form of us? Absolutely, possibly, maybe, yes, no, I don't know. Uh, and that's what I'm here. I don't know anything, guys. I, I don't know anything. I just thank you guys for the hearts. God bless you. All the gifts on TikTok are already ranking the video on TikTok. Thank you. The stars over here. Thank you guys for the stars on Facebook. Um, if I get like 5,000 stars on Facebook every time, the videos go wild. Uh, they get pushed out with the algorithm. Um, it helps support what I'm doing. So thank you guys. God bless you for that. Um, Substance777 says, yes. Um, Divergence says, I agree. And then uh, Agudu says, do you believe in Jesus? Yeah, absolutely I do, man. I believe in Jesus. I believe in Buddha. I believe in Krishna. And that's exactly what I'm going to talk about today. Who are these people? Who are these entities? Who are these gods among men, um, as we call them? Um, let's see. Um, let's see. Hi there from New Mexico. What do you think of angels? They're finding Russia and Michigan. I have not even seen that, Lene. Um, I will definitely check that out. Um, I know like in the 80s, the uh, astronauts, the Russian cosmonauts saw these like 90 foot angelic entities outside the windows of the spacecraft. And um, I think we have to remember that like once we pass through the firmament, the substrate that separates the waters above and the waters below, uh, once we get through that or even within that consciousness takes on a whole different quantum field effect and the uh, real and the unreal, the uh, psychic and psychedelic meld with the logic consciousness and we start to experience things that are much outside of our realm of comfort and normal experience. Uh, because we can see through the veil, we can see different frequencies. And I think within those substrates, we have a literal substrate here with, with our oxygen, with our planetary magnetism, with gravity, with all of those laws that we have on this physical constructed earth, uh, the makership that we live in or the matrix that we live in, if you want to call it that, um, they're all things that bind us to a certain field of frequencies, a certain wavelength of consciousness. Those of us that can break free from that can see much deeper, much wider, much further, much more clearly and authentically than others. That doesn't make us better or worse. Sometimes it's a burden, and I'll tell you that. And I talked to a, a sister of ours in the community recently. Uh, she's had a burden with being an empath her whole life where she knows exactly, exactly what someone's thinking, feeling, and saying in their head, and it, she cannot turn it off. And so um, to the logical mind, the metaphysical giftings can be a burden. But the more we learn to wield them and use them and control them so that we can live in the world and not of the world, that you know that line in the Bible, we always talk about it. And it's like, oh, we've got to live in the world and not of the world. Yeah, well, you got to use your credit card but not love it. That ain't not, that's not what that means, guys. We're living in the world but not of the world. We are not from around here. We are from above. Everything else is from below. And Jesus literally said, I am from above, but you are from below. And he, he told us to live in the world, not of the world, right? Like, I mean, we all know that. We all know the Bible stories. And I know I'm paraphrasing, but I'm just saying um, we all know those stories. And then there's other stories. Um, Krishna, if you've ever read the Bhagavad Gita, it's one of my favorite texts. And it's really helped me alchemize what's in the Bible um, because it's all there. It's all true. It's all beautiful um and so i absolutely love this um 
one may may not be prepared or qualified to see God. It says, upon seeing the cosmic form of the Lord, Arjun was filled with wonder, and his hair standing on end bowed his head to the Lord and prayed with folded hands. Arjun said, O Lord, I see in your body all supernatural controllers, devas, and multitudes of beings, all sages, celestial serpents, Lord Shiva, as well as Brahma, seated on the lotus. O Lord of the universe, I see you everywhere with infinite forms, with many arms, stomachs, faces, and eyes. O universal form, I neither see your being, nor the middle, nor the end. I see you with your crown, club, discus, and a mass of radiance, difficult to behold, shining all around like an immeasurable brilliance of the sun and the blazing fire. I believe you are the supreme being, uh, Parvraman. To be realized, you are the ultimate resort of the universe. You are the eternal being, Brahman, Atman, uh, spirit. Now, now think back to what Jesus said about his father. My father is spirit and truth, and you will have to worship him in spirit and in truth. My father, there is light. There is no darkness at all. What did we just hear about the supreme being here? Uh, what is Krishna? Krishna is the, the manifestation within this mythology or history, however you decide to take it. Um, he is the manifest presence of the extraterrestrial God on the earth with the purity of the Brahman present within him, the supreme being present in him. Um, then we have other, what would be called avatars or incarnations. There's two different types of God on earth and it is an avatar and an incarnation. An incarnation is the fullness, the full realization just born into this construct as a essentially a demigod with the fullness of that purity of God within. Uh, many people profess that that is Jesus and that he's the only one. Many people profess that it's Krishna and he is the only one. I say it's all of them. Uh, then you have like Buddha who uh, awakened, you know, as God. That would be an avatar, like a, a fully aware avatar. Um, and there's many, many others in between. Um, and the teachings of the Buddha uh, I think definitely influenced the teachings of Christ. Some people say Christ was an avatar as well, woke up as the son of God and told us that we are the sons and daughters of God. Uh, that's kind of the narrative I personally buy into when people say, do you believe in Jesus? Absolutely, I believe in Jesus. I don't believe in the construct that we've been sold, the bill of goods on who Jesus is, because I look at what Jesus says about himself, not what other people's opinions are. By the way, you should listen to what I say about me, not what other people say about me. By the way, people should listen to what you say about you, not what other people say about you. Now, anyone can observe, project, manipulate, quantify, magnify, take away from, add to, or create a narrative around any person on this planet. Jesus is no different. Uh, Krishna is no different. Buddha is no different. So I don't look at what other people's opinions are about them. I want to know what are their words. That's why I read the Gospel of Thomas. That's why I read the Bhagavad Gita. That's why I read uh, the Holy Bible. That's why I read the Tibetan Book of the Dead. Like I want to know what is the actual origin of the belief system because I think that there's purity and depth and truth in that origin and in those original letters, those red letters, those... Uh, thank you, Melissa. God bless you, my friend. Uh, Melissa's personally funding our ministry here. Thank you, my friend. Substance says, yes. Uh, Truth is one says, amazing. Quadfather consciousness says, yes. 
Uh, Substance says many truths and Blue Rose says, I can feel it. Amen. Thank you very much. Um, uh, our Gouda says, who is your Lord? My Lord is the Supreme Being, uh, just as we hear in the Bhagavad Gita, uh, just as Jesus said, his Lord, his Supreme Being, Theos, the Father, Abba, um, the Lord is one, right? Um, now we have Lord, the, the term Lord, you know, means uh, ruler, king, um, authority. Um, and so we see that Lord is used for many, many, many different entities from uh, we see Lord Shiva, Lord Krishna, uh, Lord God, or Lord Yahweh. Um, and so if you actually look in the biblical canon, look at the root words, the Hebrew words, or the Greek words, um, and even specifically the Septuagint, the Greek of the Old Testament, you're going to see that what you think it means and what you've been told is not exactly what is in the text, which is really, really interesting. Uh, what's up, Randy? How are you doing, my friend? Brian, thanks for being here. Kimberly, thanks for being here. Uh, Shayun says, hey, Cub, much love. You too, my friend. Blue Rose says, so uh, if I am in the world, um, is that body? Um, not sure what you mean by that, but yeah, if you're in the world, you are um, in a physical body, obviously, um, unless you're a detached spirit or you're uh, quantum jumping or you are astral traveling, uh, then you're bound in your physical body right now, probably watching this. Um, so in the world and not of the world, you know, what did he really mean by that? Well, he's talking about like, we are star seeds. We are not from here. We are downloaded consciousness into this physical construct to literally trap God on this plane of existence. And the whole point of existence is for us to cycle through, perfect our souls so we can go back to the purity of source because source got broken apart in the creation process and trapped in the farthest reaches of the universe. Just look at a map of our universe. We don't even have a clue. We know like this much. If you zoom out and look at the universe, you literally see the neural pathways of a brain. Go look at the neural scans of the neural um, pathways and um, the electrical map of the human brain and it looks identical it is it is amazing the universe is a giant neural pathway of electromagnetic pulsing on a scale that we will never fathom and if you think that this is all there is you have been lied to and in fact every television show and marketing campaign is meant to tap into the fact that you don't know that you're god and that is one of the most terrifying things um, I think anybody should ever um, be aware of is everybody's waiting on this mark of the beast system and oh revelations coming true and this well, you don't understand and they're going to do this and well you don't understand the secret societies and I don't care guys because we are all one and I am a part of God and you are a part of God and by being a part of God we are inherently God is your finger any less a part of your body than your toe or than your nose or your eyeball it's all a part of the body therefore this is my body. Jesus said we are his body. He is one with the, with the Father. We are one with him. Like literally, it is not a stretch to say that we are God. And together we make up the fullness of God. Together our consciousness linked together in the Christ consciousness, the heart shocker of love. What does all this have to do with each other, by the way? I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the authentic reality. And some of you will alchemize on it. You will go out to make the world a better place. Some of you will struggle with your prior 
um, programming, your prior indoctrination. What is indoctrination? It's doctrine. Um, it's taking it within. It's programming a person or an entity or a people. Um, we are all programmed as a people. We are all one world people, and we're all programmed to identify with a million different things, to argue about a million different gods, a million different ways and walks of life, uh, to say this is evil, that's evil, that's witchcraft, this is this, this is... Guys, is it love or not? It is literally that simple. Jesus himself said it. It's love, it's love, it's love, it's love. And so you think about this supreme being. This is, I mean, it's just crazy. You are the eternal being, Brahman, Atman, spirit, and protector of the eternal order, Dharma. I see you with infinite power, without beginning, middle, or end. Who else said I am the Alpha and the Omega? With many arms, with the sun and the moon as your eyes, with your mouth as a blazing fire, scorching all the universe with your radiance. O Lord, the entire space between heaven and earth in all directions is pervaded by you. Seeing your marvelous and terrible form, the three worlds or lokas are trembling with fear. Hosts of supernatural rulers enter into you, some with folded hands singing your names and glories in fear. A multitude of perfected beings hail and adore you with abundant praises. That sounds like Book of Revelation stuff to me, guys. I don't know. I don't know about you, but I think all of this is more wild and wonderful than uh, scary. It might be scary in our physical forms, but the psychedelic initiate, whether it is through meditation or substance or um, life experience or near-death experience or whatever it is, will understand that all things are connected that all things are inherently this source of God, this Brahman, this father, mother, child, unity, uh, this supreme being that is this massive psychedelic entity, this multi-cosmic, multiversal entity that can exist in and through all things at once as itself. And we choose whether or not to darken it or lighten it, to feed into it or to take away from it to crucify it or to glorify it. And I think that is one of the deepest understandings I've ever had of this whole thing. And when I talk about a divine, uh, a divine calling, um, and I, Randy, I want to say something. We got to, we got to slay this mentality, brother. Uh, Randy says, beware of counterfeit scriptures that resemble truth. There is no counterfeit scripture. Okay. There is no counterfeit scripture. Let me say that again. There is no counterfeit scripture. If you believe there is counterfeit scripture, you do not have a big enough mindset. You are not reading all things as God reads all things. You are not telling the story as God tells the story. You are not reading it as intended. You are taking the doctrine and dogma from it. Okay, the one way, the middle path is the path of love and devotion. It is the path of serving others. It is the path of the heart on fire. I'm not talking about heartburn here. I'm talking about the, the initiate that realizes that they can see with the third eye. They can feel and create with the heart. They can connect with the energy around them. That is true spirituality. That is true religion. That is true understanding of all of this. And, and the person that gets there, they can read the Bhagavad Gita, the Tibetan Book of the Dead, the Egyptian uh, emerald tablets of Thoth. Um, we're going to read all of that. The book of Enoch. Um, you can see the truth in it and you can tell which 
manifestation of God is the pure form of God or a darker form of God. And we see many, many darker forms of God, even within the Old Testament. Uh, and this isn't to take away or uh, demonize anyone's faith or belief system or tradition, but it's just to merely look at things like God in the Old Testament, who unalived millions of babies and people and animals for it's somehow it needed a sacrifice. This supreme being, this cosmic, psychedelic, radiant being that is in and through all things and has beings going in and out of it. And it's just this incredible projection. No one can even stand before it or even view it as a man views another man. Um, that does not require your little sacrifice. That does not require uh, any kind of cleansing of the earth. That does not require any of these judgments. It just requires devotion, love, and compassion. That's all it wants from you. Uh, and that is the authentic scriptures. And anyone that tells you otherwise has most likely been programmed by a dogmatic system uh, that was created by a lot of men that wanted to stay in control. They stripped any divine feminine out of it. They stripped any sense of self out of it. They stripped any sense of duty to financial um, wellness out of it, any uh, actual spiritual practice out of it. Um, and then you look at the actual teachings of Jesus, prayer, fasting, meditation, the literal bhakti yoga that he taught. Um, it, it's all there, guys. And, and if you don't see it, you don't see it, that's fine. I'm not here to try to prove it to you, but I do have to speak when, when we get there's always the comments on, you know, beware of this and beware of false prophets. And you want to know how I know who false prophets are? They're not speaking love. They're not rooted into the heart and they're not growing towards glory. That is how I know. And they're not bearing fruit that is good for all to eat, that is nourishing and that bears more seeds of that internal kingdom of God, the kingdom within you and me. So um let's see uh randy says i've read it and satan uses it as a diversion i'm going to say this right now randy satan uses the holy bible uh more than god uses it in my opinion um so uh i'm just gonna be really honest about that that's just my opinion that's not a judgment on anyone but I've come out of the construct and there's a lot of stuff going on within the church right now in America, specifically certain denominations where they are choosing not to love other people. They are choosing doctrine and dogma. They are choosing um, a dogmatic viewpoint and they are choosing with the guise of love to go ahead and move in a direction that limits the exposure, reach, love, and inclusion of others with different walks of life, different orientations. Zamal says, claps, yeah. And you guys know what I'm talking about. If you're a part of this, there's one particular denomination doing it right now, and actually several others are starting to do it too. Um, so this isn't against anyone, but inclusion is something I value highly. LGBTQ, I love you here. I love you, I love you. If you're a psychic, if you're a witch, wizard, um, if you are a, a seer, a reader, a prophet, I love you. You're welcome here. I want you to develop your gifts in the light. I want you to develop them in truth. I want you to develop them in service to others. And I want you to know that they come from God. And he wants you to know that too. And I truly, truly believe that. He loves you. He wants you to develop them even when uh, people within the construct, within even the church itself, um, says that you're not good enough that you don't have 
the right whatever angel apple seed with rainbow hearts god bless you god bless you amen uh, my heart was broken this week when things even in our local city here took a turn uh, within certain certain institutions to um, go in a direction that did not support inclusion again you know it was followed up with the saying of uh, you know we love you but that 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 became abundantly clear um, in my humble opinion that the choice was made in a certain direction this is happening all over the world by the way not just here in Amarillo but all over the world uh, decisions are being made that inclusion is not valued dogma is valued and control is valued and that's how I view it that's how I see it um, and if you know what I'm talking about you know if you don't you'll probably see it in your denomination very soon um, so just get ready uh, that's why I'm deconstructed that's why I'm not you know attached to any denomination I'm not affiliated with any uh, particular point of view here however that doesn't mean that I don't still desire church church being family church being community uh, not constructive church not religiosity or churchianity but actual church what we have here is beautiful guys truth of travel says love rainbow flag and heart face yes absolutely uh, <clears throat> bullet rajan says 100 percent uh nero says emerald texas i'm from lubbock what's up man what's up from amarillo absolutely uh we're out here in west texas so uh fellowship truth that travels says um and then somebody says uh seer and traveler uh so i am not cursed you saved my life just now thank you zim uh zim zim y'all uh god bless you my friend um yeah you've got a family and a home here like this this community is incredible our mythos community is one of the tightest communities on the interwebs made up of all different people, light workers and light warriors. Um, I just launched a brand new course designed to help teach light workers, light warriors exactly how to start alchemizing, go out, rescue other people, build your own businesses around this, your own lifestyle, your own personal ministries around it. It doesn't even have to be a business. Um, and it's called Charisma Light Warrior Training Academy. Uh, literally like the coolest name, I think. So Charisma Light Warrior Training Academy with Cub Cooker. Um, I teach everything. I just did the money session today. There's almost 50 videos in it so far. Um, it is available now. It's on my website, www.cubcooker.com. If you get that, you get admission into the Mythos group, which is a supporter community. So you don't need both. Um, but if you, if you want to do the supporter community, Mythos, you get a, a great community private um live calls on the weekends um we also have a private youtube channel as well as a ton of behind the scenes content in the facebook group um, and all of that is only nine bucks a month it directly supports my mission here and i love each and every one of you if you want to take the next step <clears throat> excuse me to actually start training with me and like really activating and alchemizing all of this in your life and you're like hey i'm ready I don't just want the community. I want like the actionable trainings to really go there in my life, finish deconstructing and reconstruct in a way that's built on truth and light and a universal understanding of source universe. Sorry, I'm losing my voice, guys. <coughs> Excuse me. I've been talking all day filming videos. <coughs> I'm going to get a drink. <coughs> I hate when that happens. I've been sucking on cough drops like they're Skittles today, so. Um, anyway, check out Charisma um, and support my failing voice. <clears throat> it was doing a lot better when I filmed videos for it today. So 
Uh, we've already had a ton of people join Charisma even before it was open. The website's the website is still mildly under construction, but you can get him for thirty bucks a month right now. It'll be sixty uh, once we get kind of our first preload of people in there. So if you want to lock that in at thirty bucks a month, you can get a reward for being an early adopter of it right now. Um, everything on cubacooker.com, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com. Quick commercial there for all my stuff. Thank you guys. I try not to uh, put commercials on these videos as much as possible. So um, I appreciate your support. Muffin says, thank you for your content. The things you say are what I've been thinking for years. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate that. Um, let's see. Uh, drink some hot tea. Yes, Marie says, uh, somebody said, um, a witch put a hex on me. Um, well, you know, I'm sure plenty do guys, but, um, I'm d tapped directly into the light. So, um, my light just floods it out. So, um, anyway, uh, you shouldn't even be speaking stuff like that on here. I mean, those are literal threats and you should be careful typing them. Um, because you know, everyone sees them. So don't, uh, don't be doing that guys. Um, but you know, I'm tapped directly into the light directly, uh, into source. Um, so, you know, that's what I'm saying. Um, Jacob, uh, Leathercraft nation says, get out of here with that. Absolutely. Yeah. We don't have time for that here. There's so much light in this community. I'm going to tell you guys, like, um, I worked so hard on this. This is so, God is so behind what we're doing here. It's just such a blessing to everyone in the community. And there is like, there's so much in this. So, um, let's see. Revolver says you got a dollar in your pocket. You got a hex on you. Uh, you know, you have, you have an illness of the soul, my friend. Uh, I got to speak to that real quick. Um, anyone there, there's a really demonic dark energy going around right now that, that says that light workers, uh, that healers, that, um, people within the spiritual community can't make money. Um, and that is a lie. That is a lie. That is a lie. Uh, I'm going to do a fact check on that and tell you, uh, if we don't make a living and we don't grow and we don't expand our community, this world falls into darkness and decay. Uh, and we are here with uh, truth and the light and with the literal creator of the universe on our side. Um, so anybody in here spreading hate, darkness, uh, talking about, you know, people putting whatever on me. I'm just telling you guys right now, we are the light. This community is the light and nobody in their dark little room um, is going to stop what we're doing here. So I love you. I'm going to flood it with love. Uh, we've all got Jesus on our hearts. We got Krishna in our corner. We got Buddha on our mind. Uh, we are the love. We are the light in the world. And we will continue to bring that no matter what your doctrine, dogma, or your rituals say. So um, I hope you know that. So uh, Revolver says we don't need money. Um, if you think you don't need money, Revolver, then um, you have not experienced what it means to really, really step into your power. Um, I literally shot 10 videos today on money and power, uh, secrets of the construct, and you need to know them, Revolver. You need to be in that course, and you need to rework your mind. Um, it's not giving money to me. It's not the dollar that I get in my pocket. It's that I have an opportunity to change your life. I really believe in it and I will sell it to you. And if you don't like it and you don't want to be sold to, this is not the community for you. I can't help you if I can't sell you. Um, I can help you for free. I show up here for free every day. And if that's enough for you, that's awesome. 
But if you really want to understand and you really want to understand why you need money, you have been lied to and told that you don't need money. You can't answer the divine call and not get the financial, the money for the mission that you need. Uh, Jesus had his mission funded. You think that they just picked berries in the desert? You are high off your, hmm. They had funding. They got alms. They bought. They sold. They traded. He was in the world, but not of the world. Mary Magdalene, most likely, was from a very wealthy family. And we know that his uncle Joseph of Arimathea had a ton of money. Uh, he had the funding that he need he needed. So if somebody wants to just personally fund this, that's great. But I'm telling you, nine times out of ten, you guys have to have money. Creators out here that are doing the work I'm doing, they are literally standing in the darkness, shedding light. I get comments that are out of ignorance and hate, just like I did today with people saying, uh, you know, oh, you're going to be cursed and blah, 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 and you don't need this and that. Guys, that's just, it's all the noise that I'm here to speak into. Um, my voice going out is because I've been talking for the last eight hours. Um, it ain't from no curse, guys. Um, now I do believe in doing light work magic. I do that every day. Uh, light work magic is activating all of the things that Jesus talked about, that Buddha talked about. Uh, it's the practices of the Essenes, uh, the Zoroastrian traditions, all of the things that draw wealth, abundance, protection, light into our existence that say we have authority over demons to say, Hey, by the way, you demon in the chat, go. By the way, you uh, that's trying to hex me in the chat, go. I don't have to block you. All I have to do is say go. You won't even see my page again. You won't even get to be here. The universe won't even allow it because we have authority in this community, guys. Even if you're not in my community and you're on light and love frequency, you have absolute authority over the 3D construct. The 3D construct is meant to enslave and entrap we are meant to set free, unlock, and ascend. What's up, Tyler June? How are you doing, sister? Welcome. Uh, 444 here, too. What is up, Higher Mind? Welcome. Uh, glad you're back, Truth of Travel says. Um, then why did uh, the voice tell me the opposite, Revolver says? You need to know what voice you're listening to, Revolver. You are listening to a voice that is not tapped into abundance. Um, and if you actually listen to my teachings on money, I am not teaching the love of money. We have been told that money is the root of all evil. Money ain't real, guys. It is not real. You can't answer the divine call like this guy if you are lying to yourself about money. You have to have money and power and influence if you want to change the world. And if you're willing to do a land grab and take it for the light and for love and for the light warriors of the world, Boom, higher mind says, absolutely. That's where the magic happens, guys. And so Revolver, once you come into agreement that you need money, and by the way, you have the authority and the skills to manage it and wield it well, you're going to have a whole different relationship with it. Right now, you're operating out of a scarcity thinking, I don't need money, I don't need money. Yeah, you might have it show up in ways where you get the bill paid or whatever, and it's just in time. But you need to be able to pay other people's bills. You need to be able to feed the homeless. You need to be able to build the community. You need to be able to build the center for healing and wellness. You need to be able to build the online platforms like I'm doing. Guys, I pay thousands of dollars a month just to run this. Literally out of my pocket, I'll show you the receipts. You think you don't need money. I can prove to you that to do what I do, to take the risk I'm taking to put myself out there emotionally, spiritually, every day. You guys don't even have a clue what I get. 
I went through and cleared out a ton of messages. Guys, this took me an hour last night and I had messages from hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people, all of them saying they needed something from me. I can't give them what they need if I can't scale this and it takes money to scale a business. Guys, I understand business. I've been in business for many, many years. I've grown and lost multiple businesses and rebuilt them up. I'm now stepped into my divine work and I am in the law of divine compensation. And you will be too once you come into agreement with it. Uh, Revolver says, I quit my job three months ago because I couldn't uh, be in the meat grinder anymore. Good for you, Revolver. God bless you, my friend. I am deconstructing from the meat industry as well. Um, I have no issue with it. I live in West Texas. I'm not being Oprah about it here. Um, but I'm deconstructing because I don't agree with all um, of the ideologies that we have around eating meat. Uh, eating animals is not really something that I want to support. Unfortunately, I've built a body and a system and an immune system on that. And it's going to take me time if I'm going to go pescatarian or vegetarian or anything like that. So I'm working on that as well. You guys know I don't just talk about money on here. I talk about talk about diet, talk about wellness, talk about spirituality, uh, everything. Thank you, Stephen. God bless you guys. Ed, thank you for being here. Um, uh, thank you, Ed. I appreciate it. Ed says, no, uh, need no worries. The works you uh, do are more valuable than money. Absolutely, my brother. Thank you very much. Uh, money is power. Knowledge is wisdom. Uh, absolutely, man. Baby Truth says, yes, I'm with you. Uh, just registered for the trainings. Thank you so much, my friend. God bless you. Let me let me know what you think. And uh, I can't wait. I've been filming videos for it every day. Uh, we've had so many people just jump in before I even officially opened it. They just found the link. And so good for y'all. Y'all are definitely self-starters. And God bless you for that. Um, but let me just say something about that because um, uh, I want to support you too, uh, Revolver86. Um, that's awesome, man. Good for you standing up for what you believe in. I think that's amazing. I live in beef country out here. It's it's really hard to even get fish here. Like you get salmon and you wonder how old it is. Um, like it's, it's hard here. And so I'm hoping, uh, not hoping, I'm manifesting uh, that, that this year, maybe next year, whenever, uh, the timing is right, that we will, uh, be able to actually move to a different community that has access to a lot more, uh, renewable produce, a lot more renewable, uh, fish and, uh, that type of thing so that we can live a more holistic life. Uh, cause, uh, I don't have any problem with anyone that eats meat. I just, I love animals and I don't personally want to eat them um, if I can help it. So I really am trying to kind of deconstruct from that. Uh, we eat a lot of chicken around here, uh, which they're it's less than looking into the, the eyes of a baby cow. And that's just me. I'm not trying to get sentimental here. But one of the cool things that I love about the Bhagavad Gita is that they see all animals as holy. And when you can see God in an elephant, a dog, a horse, a cow, and you can look into their eyes and realize God fully and that entity and that creature, then that's when you begin to truly know God. And I think that there's something beautiful about that. And so, um, that's, that's what I, that's really where I'm going is I am on a journey of wellness. And one of my goals, you guys will get to be here for it is, uh, to get moved into a community and a society and really just a part of the country where the weather patterns are better for growing food year round 
having access to fresh fish, streams, lakes, stuff like that. So, um, cause pescatarianism is something I can get behind. Um, it's hard for me to eat a furry animal though. So of course survival comes in, you know, I'll do what I have to to survive, but Oregon is blessed. Okay. Yeah. I've actually got a cousin and an uncle that live in Oregon. That's definitely an option on my list. So thank you for reminding me that. Um, Let's see. I've got a lot of questions today. Thank you guys for the questions. Higher Mind says, Cub, can you please speak on reincarnation again? Uh, I want my daughter to hear. Okay, so reincarnation is something that's talked about through like thousands of ancient texts. Um, it's even actually in the Bible a lot. It's called the transmigration of the soul, and it's never called out directly in the Bible. But there are a lot of allusions to it, A-L-L-U-S-I-O-N, uh, allusions where they're like indirectly talking about it. Even the 12 stones in the river, the 12 tribes, it's like the Zodiac um, is um, also kind of like the wheel of reincarnation where you're reincarnated. There's a lot of theories on it and, and nobody can prove any of this, of course, but w we can know it through studying, through understanding, through gnosis. Um, the Zodiac wheel, the 12 Zodiac signs, um, as you're reincarnated, your soul is perfected. You're born into different Zodiac signs. You go through different struggles, different triumphs. You get a chance to experience the 3d matrix over and over and over again, as your soul is perfected back to pure light. Um, and that's really what the whole construct of reincarnation is about. And, and, and I want to say construct as in how we've tried to understand it. Now, we know that energy is never created or destroyed, so we know that when we die, uh, we go somewhere else. And we have this really simplistic view of heaven or hell. But the uh, Hindu and Buddhist uh, tradition is that you go through stages of consciousness. You, right now, we're in a 3D consciousness. When your spirit leaves your body, you're going to be in an astral consciousness. You're going to see all of these entities and experiences and kind of psychedelic images from what you've experienced in your life. If those are good, it's going to push you into a nirvana state. If they're not good, it's going to push you into um, a, a lower vibration state where you're going to have to suffer from those. And then you're going to be reincarnated to go back into the cycle of ascension. If you fully realize who you are, step into the true life of a yogi, the true path of love, which is that one way, uh, Jesus was the fullness of it. He gave us an icon to look at and go, okay, he was love. But we see that in Krishna. We see that in Buddha. Like that's like, it's love. It's the life of love and service. No expectation. We see that Krishna, like he had riches and he had food and all the stuff and he got to laugh and live and love. He was just like the fullness. But there's also the idea of laughing Jesus that all we get is the religious Jesus. But if you read, the different Gnostic Gospels, you see Jesus laughing and making jokes and uh, and eating and traveling and just really experiencing and and having this full experience of life with his friends and his family. And it's just a beautiful, beautiful thing. What's up, Cody? How are you doing, brother? Uh, JB is here. Ryan's in the house. Kit says, hey, finally caught you on a live. Keep up the good work. Thank you, my friend. God bless you guys. Um, and so over here on TikTok, Truth of Travel says Animal Kingdom. Amen. Yes, absolutely. Um, so I hope that answers your question, a, a higher mind, um, about reincarnation. I'm not an expert. I'm just now understanding it. But even Jesus says, like, you know, that uh, John the Baptist, if you could even believe it, is Elijah. Uh, like, you know, he was just reminding people that souls are coming back here. And certain souls choose to come back 
even after their time of perfection is done, they get to come back as what's called an ascended master um, and come back and teach people and enlighten people and really do the light work, the light warrior work in the world, which is slaying demons, crushing the darkness, driving out um, belief systems that are controlling and negative that don't serve us and don't serve the higher community. Um, let's see. Cody says, uh, not a, uh, whole lot up in Blackhawk up in the mountains, uh, for my weekend, dude, good for you, man. I love Blackhawk. Tara and I are talking about coming up there pretty soon. So, uh, we need to see you guys. Uh, Cody is, uh, one of my family members, my nephew up in, uh, I can't remember where you're at, uh, Colorado Springs, somewhere in that area. Um, but yeah, love you guys. I hope you're having an awesome time up there. Go play some uh, some of the video games for me. Win some money, brother. Uh, hope you guys have fun up there. Blackhawk is beautiful. If you've never been up to Colorado, it's one of my favorite places. That's one of the manifestation lists that like we're really looking at moving to. Um, not sure when that will all happen. A lot of it has to do with my grandma being here and some family members being here. But um, we really want to get somewhere where we can be around more organic farming, stuff like that. So, um, you know, you guys pray for that in the community too. And the more we build this, the more I'll get, I also want to be central so that we can have events. I want to have in-person events with this community and Amarillo, Texas is very, very not central. So, uh, nor is it somewhere that a whole lot of people want to travel to and go enjoy things. So being around the Denver area, being, um, you know, somewhere like that would give, give us like more of a hub, if you will, for people to travel in and out of. So, cause I've got big, big plans, big vision manifestation for what we're doing with an actual center, uh, where we can broadcast from, we can build a network, we can expand the platform that I've been working on for the light warrior platform, uh, with multiple teachers on there, multiple disciplines, um, and really just build a whole network with an actual larger studio and, and group of people doing this work, our own farm on site, everything, you know, I, I've got the vision. I mean, everybody does. Uh, I think one of the differences is I'm not going to stop till I get it or I'm not here anymore. So, <laughs> so that's, what's up. So, um, what's my spiritual background revolver asks. Great question. So, uh, I grew up uh, Christian evangelical homeschool, even in like a homeschool cult type situation for a long time. Uh, it wasn't my parents, but a lot of other parents like had to sna smash Disney movies and burn video games that weren't godly and uh, had to like do the whole thing where we we're supposed to be betrothed to other people rather than dating, like weird, weird stuff like that. I'm not trying to dog on anybody here. Like just that was like my experience. It was weird and um, I didn't necessarily appreciate it. And then I got into theater um, got to do uh, lighting design, set design, and be on stage uh, from the time I was about 13 on. And so I got a lot of friends and family through that, a lot of mentors through that. Got to work at some of the coolest jobs around my town with different design and installations and events and stuff like that. Um, and then ultimately ended up uh, working for a church, uh, really on contract with a church actually, uh, with my business. Did that for almost seven years. Uh, got to serve professionally kind of within that um, in the media ministry area, um, even going as far as getting to do a podcast online with that, with a, a pastor mentor who's still one of my good, good, good friends and mentors. So uh, I've got a very, very diverse background, uh, but I've also been 
um, in college into reading alternative texts like uh, wrote a read a book called hardcore zen uh, got into a lot of the psychedelic substances um, that type of thing just more like spirit walk spirit world stuff um, new age a little bit of everything and i finally finally here i am i'm, I'm going to be 40 in a few years i'll be 37 this year um, made a lot of mistakes in life had a lot of triumphs lost a lot of businesses grown a lot of businesses um, really been seeking to find my authentic self and the truth about who i actually am not what i was supposed to be not the sin patterns i had in my life or the addictions uh, but really find the authentic God within me. Um, that's really where, um, where I come from. So, um, I'm okay with witchcraft on like a certain level. I mean, anything, you can be a dark Christian. You can judge people. You can make people, um, miserable. You can, uh, I mean, you can do the same thing with witchcraft. I mean, you talk about witchcraft, like burning herbs and, uh, blessing the soil and having crystals around your house. Fine. I totally support that. Um, you talking about witchcraft, like you're hexing other people and trying to control the narrative in the 3d realm for your own gain or something that you think needs to happen. I don't really support that. I support light workers. Um, and so no matter what you do, whether you're a psychic, a seer, a reader, a prophet, you can be a prophet for the darkness, a prophet for the light. Uh, witchcraft is an abomination to Yahweh. Okay, and if you've watched my Yalda Bayoth videos, you know what I think about Yahweh, uh, the extraterrestrial god of control and sacrifice and unalivings, um, not the fullness and the source of beauty and unity in the world. Uh, I am a Gnostic. Somebody said, what do you think about Gnosticism? I'm a, a mystic, a light worker, a Gnostic, uh, for sure. Uh, big on Gnosticism. There's some of the weirder Gnostic beliefs, like the fringe beliefs I don't really get into but i do believe that like god of this world is satan everyone that like god of this world like what we just commonly call god the construct of that well you know he's jealous and he judges and blah blah, blah. like that construct is like satan masquerading as god um we live in a 3d matrix the demiurge controls it the demiurge being satan or what we call god um the light bearer is Christ. Uh, he took the punishment of that God who was not his father. He never aligned himself with that. He never said that that was his father. Um, Yahweh is not Jesus. Absolutely not. Um, that That's not even my opinion. That's actually just in the text. There's literally no connection. In fact, he spoke out against him over and over and over, which is why a lot of people that are in more of the, uh, the roots, you know, and fundamentalist, uh, don't want to recognize Jesus as the light bearer uh, in the world. But um, I'm definitely like on that that side of things. Um, and it's not really a side. I'm not against anyone. It's just my belief. It's just what I practice. Um, it's kind of the angle I teach from. So um, the Bible, I read the Septuagint. I read uh, the World English Bible uh to actually get the names out like you know it says yahweh where it's actually yahweh talking it says um theos where it's actually theos um it talks about um the connections are very 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 clear i do a whole series on it so i don't want to get too much into that today and take away from the actual um discussion today but i've got dozens of videos on that and then sons of god ministries good friend of mine joshua 
we did a lot of collaborations. You can go check those out on YouTube as well. Um, it's hard. It's hard to take in, like, especially if you've been a, like, Bible is the authority word of God type person, which I was um, until I realized Bible is a book that a bunch of evil men put together to try to control people. It has some truth in it, but isn't that the way of the darkness? There's some truth in it, but it's not all there. Um, so, anyway. Um, Kit says, yes, Lucifer was given earth to rule. Yeah, but not in the way that you think, actually. Um, I've got a really good series on Lucifer coming. Uh, it's going to blow some minds, I will tell you that. So, uh, yeah, I align with Joshua's beliefs uh, mostly um, very, very much on a lot of it and some of it he he likes a lot of paul's theology i don't really trust paul at all as far as theologically i think it's too convenient that this roman guy who was out there trying to exterminate early especially gnostic christians all of a sudden ended up uh being the authority for the faith um and then the roman church basically took everything over and still does i mean um, so again, this isn't against anyone's traditions cause I'm, you know, practice whatever you want. I just see it from this angle and that's how I try to share it. So, um, and I think for a lot of people it's helped, it's helped with healing, it's helped with deconstruction and reconstructing in faith and spirituality in a way that's authentic to the heart, not the head and the fear doctrine. So that's, that's really try, how I try to uh, approach it for, for better or for worse. Know that I love you. Uh, no matter what tradition you are, if you're a Torah observer or roots uh, fundamentalist or whatever, I love you. I support you, but be open enough to hear my point of view as well. Um, Kit says Paul was a mole. I, I agree. That's kind of what I think. I'm like, he, he seems like a plant to distract from it. He focused more on the divinity and deity of Jesus and the doctrine and dogma around him. Uh, and the structure and control of how the church should be built um, and how people should keep each other accountable and uh, even distracted rather than the actual transcendental truth of the Christ within and the fact that we are all Christ. Uh, we are the Christ, um, which is what I believe Jesus himself taught. So anyway, I'm going to go. It's five o'clock. I love you. Please consider supporting me over on the website, www.cubcooker.com, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com. That'll take you to my stand store. The new Charisma course is right at the top. Then we have the Mythos group, then the podcast link, then all of the apparel, T-shirts, everything that I design custom for this community. However you guys need me to serve you, I have an opportunity for you on my website. Go check it out. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. I love you. I will be here every day. I'll keep showing up as, uh, as long as I'm here. I love you guys. I'm blessed to do this. I'm so thankful and know that I love you uh, from all angles. And I hope that you just support everyone and what's been going on in the church and the construct of it globally and uh, here even uh, within the local churches. I just hope that everyone within this community continues to choose love openness and acceptance for other people's walks of life and uh and and how they're born their identities who they love um as long as we love it's love and i love you so thank you for being here god bless you all i will see you tomorrow peace <laughs>